flights. Kind of like it chilled me out. It put me to sleep. <laughs> like, because I can't sleep on flights normally, but when I watch Big Mouth, so like, I think I do find cartoon dicks soothing. <laughs> put a pin in it that's usually vanessa's line uh we'll put a pin in it because our our guest is here hopefully she can hear me and she's smiling so obviously she can hear my amazing voice how are you tonight it's music to my ears that's that's what they say <laughs> what do you got there some tea or coffee tea. tea i'm a little bit sick and you might hear my dog squeaking in the background sorry that's all right his name is austin after austin theory so no no <laughs> no is stone cold steve poston oh after stone cold steve poston did you say mm-hmm. <laughs> that's excellent now your your dog is named austin after stone cold steve austin who is one of your uh favorite wrestlers of all time yeah um and austin has interrupted every podcast i think you've done i've listened to today Every single one. He is a fucking nightmare, but like, I can't just throw him out. No. I no. think he's going to be chill today, though, because he's also a little bit not Sick. feeling well. He hurt his paw, so he's oh. on some meds. Stunned somebody too hard. Yeah, exactly. Um, we're big dog fans here, though. We've had someone else's dog. Uh, we interviewed someone else's dog one night. Whose dog was that, Vanessa? Do you remember? I don't remember. Poyo's Del Mar. Yeah, no, Poyo's dog jumped out the window. <laughs> um, but somebody else's dog, I can't remember who. It'll come back to me after the show, and then it will that it won't matter then. But that's when it will come back to me. Um, but welcome for those of you just tuning in, or maybe have just turned on, or watched this on YouTube. I don't know where you get your wrestling podcast from because there's a lot out there. This is Taryn from Accounting, um, is here to check our books tonight, uh, but we lost them, Taryn, so sadly you'll have to deal with us. All good. Yeah. You know what? I'll let this one slide. Let it, let it slide. Um, by the way, has Erwin R. Scheister ever contacted you to do anything together? No? No. Yeah, well, they're missing it. <laughs> they're missing out. They're missing out on that one. Um. You're you're st- what year is this? Twenty twenty three. I guess we can still, we can still say you're young in the business. You debuted mm-hmm. in twenty nineteen. I guess that still counts. Young, in the oh biz- super young, super young super. in the business. Um, but I heard you say on some some other podcasts, um, and maybe it's changed since then, that you actually don't watch a lot of wrestling now, at this moment in time. Um, Not a lot. What's that? Not a lot, no. Um, like, I'll watch pay-per-views and stuff yeah. with my friends. Um, I think I've watched most of them. But um, I like I, I don't want to sound like, I don't have TV. But, like, I just don't have cable. I and know. I don't have the savvy to, like, find it on the internet. <laughs> if it was the Real Housewives, I'm in. But I'm not a hacker. No, it, and there's a lot out there. Like you can get burned out. I I think I said today to someone. I might even said it to myself. Like I get burned. <laughs> I, I get burned out on wrestling, and I can't figure out if I'm getting burned out on like 
all the wrestling I try to keep up with or I get burned out on like, I don't know, the wrestling internet community, which I guess I'm a part of, but I think that burns me out. I think people like wanting like to know everything and where's this storyline going and this wrestler sucks and I can't believe she came back and won the title and what's happening here. That burns, it just grinds my gears. Gets in my kitchen. Gets in my kitchen. Thank you. It's a thing, right? (laughs) No, I learned it from you. (laughs) Well, I'm not from Canada. Vanessa, is getting in your kitchen something up there in Ontario? She's the voice. Uh, Maybe it's maybe not an Ontario thing. But there are like there's jargon from across the world or across Canada. It's so big, so there's lots of slang. Even even my friends out here think I made it up, but I didn't. Like it's a thing in your kitchen. That's like getting under getting under your skin. They I say a lot. Same same. thing, but you get in someone's kitchen. You're like you're in their head. You're living in there rent free. You're banging the pots and pans, causing a ruckus. Yeah, and I, and I think I think that's how I get burned out a lot. Um, yeah, I find like I was never into Twitter. I just started a Twitter, and um, I can't be on it for too long because I've created like this account for myself that's all wrestlers and all wrestling, and right. so I can't spend too much time on there because it's so much content and like. Yeah, you get you get burned out, you get caught up, you get like yeah. Um, Even my Instagram, like I I can't be on there for too long either cuz it's all wrestling, which I love, but like I need to numb my brain sometimes. Um and that's TFA wrestling, twitter.com/tfawrestling. I'm being asked in the chat to ask you what Taco Tuesday means. Oh boy. Well, Taco Tuesday is what I thought it, I I was invited to a Taco Tuesday once, and um, I'm curious to I know who wrote that. Um, I was invited to a Taco Tuesday once by these girls, and we had just started hanging out, and so I was like, "Oh, cool!" So I got like all dressed up. I was thinking, "Oh, fun night with the girls." And I showed up and they're like all in sweatpants and just sitting there eating tacos. And I didn't realize that Taco Tuesdays meant you go someplace and you eat tacos. I thought it was another word for ladies night. (laughs) So I was way overdressed. But at the end of the day, I got to eat tacos. So it was like a (laughs) win-win. Got all dolled up. For taco, maybe you could start a trend. Maybe people could start taking Taco Tuesday seriously. They should. They should. Maybe tacos, just a ladies' night. I used to live in a place where ladies, I used to live in the Middle East, and these bars would have ladies' nights, and all your drinks were free. And that's what I think we should bring here. Yes. Yes. Why not, right? (laughs) Vanessa, you're down with free drinks on ladies' night, right? Sometimes, always. There you go. <laughs> always. Sometimes always. my internet dies. Sometimes the internet dies. Um, interesting. So, and that was from uh, one of our love wrestling uh, friends, Plugo from Beards to Beard, wanted to. Know. I knew it. I love him. I love 
um, between two beards. They're the best. Those guys are awesome. Um, they are. They are great. They got some great phenomenal beards. Um, I used to have a nice phenomenal beard, but I used my uh, what was it? What what did I use? The lawnmower 4.0 to tighten it up. Um, okay, you know what? I like a nice tight beard. Yeah, you, it's 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 hard to get sometimes, and I I don't do such a great job, but whatever. And plus, I work work in the school system, and the population I work with sometimes if my beard gets <laughs> too big, they they grab it and use it for leverage. So I hear that. I hear that. I try. Yes, that's right. You you're a teacher, first grade. Yeah. Interesting. So I okay. So I'm also in the school system. I work uh, with children with autism. Uh, high, a little higher up than first grade. There are first graders uh, at our school, but I work mm-hmm. higher up. Um, I have three daughters, um, thirteen, ten, and six. So one of them will be entering first grade next year. Um, crazy six six year olds, right? Yeah, six year olds. Yeah, six, seven. But I mean, your job is crazy. Yeah, that's amazing. It's uh, it's challenging, mm-hmm. <laughs> to say the least. Uh, but yeah, so sometimes I will they'll use that as leverage. So sometimes I got to get rid of it. Yeah. But, um, I don't blame them if it's there and I'm pissed. I do the same. Yeah. When I was in high school and I thought it was cool and I finally got to grow a goatee. Uh, I think I was a senior in high school. Like I didn't grow facial hair till later, and uh, I I thought it was cool. I got this small little goatee. It was a, it was the nineties. It was awesome. Walked by my physics teacher, who happened to be my uh, high school basketball coach at the same time, and he di- didn't say a word. <laughs> this is how the world has changed. Didn't say anything. I walked by. He grabbed me right by the chin. He yanked it, pulled it like this. <laughs> he didn't say anything. He didn't say like he didn't say anything. He just did it. <laughs> Like I gotta interpret that. Well, what the hell does that mean? Yeah. <laughs> he was a great guy. And then in physics class, I had it um the start of the day. It was called first period for us. I, I don't know yep. what it's called anywhere else. Um, but what we were learning, I can't remember it now, but I did it and I like I had it down pat and I was like, This is great. And I went up to him and, and asked if I could go to the gym and shoot hoops. I'm like, he's the basketball coach. He's done this before. Um, I've done my work. He's, he'll let us, he'll let me go shoot. You know, we got a game coming up Friday. So let me shoot. I asked him, right? And he looked at me and he's like, oh, so you think, <laughs> so you think you know everything? I was like, well, I answered the, I answered the question on the board, you know? And uh, so he took it all personally. He went up, he raced the question on the board, wrote this other question. I think you had to like balance the, it was chemistry. Did I say physics? It was chemistry. Um, yeah. I had to balance both sides. And so he raced the one I knew, wrote this other one on the board and said, there, when you answer that, you can go down and shoot hoops. And it was, it was fucking impossible. I don't even know if it was a real equation. <laughs> yeah. Still haven't answered it, but anyways, uh, my chemistry teacher was an asshole. Well, ours was an asshole, but a good asshole, I guess. I guess there's two different levels of assholes, I guess. Yeah, mine was not the good kind. <laughs> not a good asshole. No, no. Um, 
but yeah, so so like you don't have time to watch a lot of wrestling now. Uh, did, you must have watched it back then, right? When yeah, you were a kid? Sure. I I grew up loving wrestling. Um, like in my house, it was just me and my sister. My She's dad a wrestler and my too, right? She is, yeah. yeah. But she didn't grow up like liking wrestling at all. Hmm. Um, she used to make fun of me actually, which was like kind of like the push that I needed to get into wrestling. Once I saw she was into it, I was like, "Are you?" So she kidding? went. She didn't like it. And she went into it before you. She married a wrestler too. I do know. Yeah. Was that before yeah. she got in wrestling or that's how she met him? That's how she met him. She was like a burlesque dancer and they did this like burlesque wrestling. It's the show. And then um, that's how they met. Interesting. Yeah. I got all that from Busted Open. Uh, you mm-hmm. were on Busted Open recently, not too long ago. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Okay. So she wasn't into it. She got in the wrestling. You, you watched it growing up and then, um, so, but you didn't get in until later in, in your, your, your life. So what was that? What was that final shove? Um, I think honestly, just like I started going to the local show, like local indie wrestling shows. And I was just kind of seeing like all these very regular people and I'm very regular. So, and I was like, oh man, like these are just normal people who are in here wrestling. Like that is so dumb that this is something that I want to do, but I'm not doing it. And these people are doing it. So I was just kind of like appalled that this was going on and I wasn't doing it. <laughs> so you went to the indie show and you're like, look at these now I'm going to say this word, not you. Look at these stupid people doing this wrestling. Why am I not one of those stupid people? Yes, exactly. Um, yeah. So I found like the first, well, I didn't even search it out after that. Like I was at this horror movie festival or whatever. And, you know, sometimes wrestling companies will hand out flyers for mini camps. Okay. And I took one and I was like, I got to hang this on my fridge. Cause I'm kind of a, this is what I want to do, but I probably won't do it. So I put it on my fridge and I forced myself to go. And yeah, I haven't really looked back since I've looked back from that company, but you know, um, you played a little soccer, you played a little volleyball, I believe weren't very good at it. Um, but yeah, I did play a little bit of soccer. I did not make the volleyball team though. No, no, I was, they said too intense. <laughs> well, I was just too <laughs> too physical. Um, <laughs> but I, I guess what I'm getting at is who instilled this drive in you? Because you still like it was in you to to chase this journey, this dream um, of of going down this wrestling path. Um, you have to you have to have that drive. I mean. Did it come easy for you? Who instilled this in you? No, I, I've never had drive. <laughs> like, I've never, and it's true, I've never had, like, um, like I, I played soccer a little bit in elementary school, but, like, I've never had, like, a, it took me so many years to graduate university. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I've not, I'm not a driven person naturally, but once I first, like, once I got into wrestling, it just, 
was so fun and it became like an addiction. And then I started training with like Michael Richard Blaze and just having so much fun with them, like both on a wrestling and personal level. And so I would just go like seven days a week. There was a time like we would take no days off for weeks in a row and we were just addicted to it. And they still are. And I, I still love it, but I mean, I'm not going seven days a week anymore, but, um, yeah, like, I don't think I have a drive per se. Like, I think at this point now I've got like really good people around me to like push me and to encourage me and to help me. So I think that's really helpful. And like, I don't know, I feel like a little bit of a like, what can I do next? What can I do next? I, is that drive? That is. <laughs> I don't know. But it's it's interesting. You said you don't, you didn't have it, but now wrestling has, <laughs> wrestling has given you this drive i guess it like kick-started it in you i think 100 percent. like i've never wanted to do anything like i've wanted to wrestle before um so like yeah like i i feel a little disappointed that i didn't start it sooner but yeah, like I, was, i'm in it now that was gonna be my ne my next question yeah for sure yeah uh yeah that's a, i mean you don't know until yeah. you know and yeah. i didn't know so yeah um yeah but it, it is what it is. And, you know, I, I did learn a lot after talking to like Mickey James and was kind of, you know, saying how like I'm getting older and blah, blah, blah. And then like once they were like, look who you're talking to. And I was like, <laughs> fuck yeah, like, <laughs> right. you're right. And then she she gave me a bit of a pep talk afterwards, like after we were done with the show. Yeah. Um, So that was really nice of her. Yeah. Um. Hey. No, she's she's on that tour. That uh, forget what the catchphrase is of her tour. Last rodeo, the last rodeo. Maybe uh, check the books. Maybe Taryn from accounting can be part of that last rodeo somewhere along the line. I hope so. That'd be so cool. You never know. Um, if you're just tuning in, we're talking with Taryn from accounting. Uh, she'll be at WrestleCore Destroy Wrestling three on January twentieth, and I think Spencer told me Love Wrestling. January 27th, but I don't know the name of that show. I think it's just like Love Pro Wrestling 11. I think. Um, yeah, I think it's called The Blue. It was just the, Oh, yeah, they, Weezer. That's right, The Blue Event. Yeah. The Blue Event, yeah. That's it. Yep. So, yeah, that's going to be a really good show. I'm excited for that. Uh, yeah, Spencer is a friend, friend of the program, a uh, friend of ours, so I had to reach out to him today to find out uh, when you were – you're no longer the champion there, though, right? Mm, unfortunately not not currently not currently but i will be correct does yeah. uh is your sister still wrestling she does here and there not a whole lot she just had a baby a year ago ah. um and she's super super busy with her like film career she's um director and producer and she does documentaries and she's just working on a a Luna Vachon documentary right now. Ooh. So she's super, super busy. Nice. Wow. And they promote WrestleCore as well. So it's like, they've got, she's got lots going on. That WrestleCore, there, there's a funny, I guess it's not funny. It's interesting to me personally, <laughs> but as Vanessa says, that's what this show is all about. So I was on vacation uh, this past summer in, it was either Ocean City Maryland or Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, one of those. 
and I got on the bus to drive to the like boardwalk beach area. And the guy mm-hmm. sitting to my left had his wrestling shirt on and it had a name on the shirt that I never saw before. And I was like, oh, I look at it and it said WrestleCore. And I didn't oh, know cool. what it, I didn't know what it was. I never heard of it before. But I, I knew the word wrestle. I'm a wrestling fan. I like hardcore wrestling, ECW. So I asked him, you know, what is that? Is it a promotion? Is it a shirt? Like, what is it? Is it a, your yeah. podcast? What is the case may be? And he told me. It was this unique wrestling promotion in Canada. And he, he mm-hmm. went on to explain what it was, which I totally forgot until I started prepping for this show tonight. Um, So that was a little interesting nugget for, for this yeah. interview tonight. So explain to, to me again, and I guess the listeners here, what WrestleCore is and how it is unique. Uh, well, WrestleCore is like... um. It is like a show you've never been to. It's kind of these um, themed shows. So there's like a lucha show. There's um, destroy wrestling, which is usually a bit more of a like hardcore metal. Um, there's horror on Hastings, which is always like a horror themed. Um, there's Dropkick Three Thousand, which usually has like a bit of a oh I don't want to say like electro, but like futuristic, right. you know. So, like, every show is, like, themed differently. There's no storylines. There's just, like, really creative people. You know, like, I got to be a vampire. or Well, I was a vampire slayer mm. in a match not too long ago. Um, so it's just, like, you just get to do all these cool things that you don't get to do on these other promotions. Like, you get – there's – makeup artists that come and turn you into like zombies or this or that. And it's just, it's just a way to like wrestle, but like be creative as well. So and they've got live bands sometimes and um, yeah, they're just like, there's spectacles along yeah. with wrestling. It sounds, sounds like a blast. Something so amazing fun. to go to on the weekend for sure. Yeah. And you know, not, I love wrestling fans. I love them to death, but the the fans there are different. They're not like yeah. hard. There's hardcore wrestling fans, but they're there just more for the entertainment. Um, so I find like, you don't need to like worry as much because like you said, like with the, with the Twitter and everything, you know, there's not people that are like, Oh, you fucked up. <laughs> and yeah. you know, just with their opinions on everything they're just anything you do you do a clothesline and they're like that was fucking awesome you know what i mean like they just appreciate it in a different way and it just kind of hypes you up a little bit more because you don't care as much but you care you know like you don't have to do the biggest most high-flying move just to get somebody to like Pop. feel something yeah. you know um it, it, it the way you describe it makes me think of like uh like music festivals like a Lollapalooza <laughs> or you know the Woodstock 99 is big on Netflix right now so there was that was uh, wild yeah I was there it was crazy shut up <laughs> yeah I wanted to be there so bad yeah yeah me and uh me and Mrs. Standing Streamer were there uh, are you traumatized? 
What's that? Am I traumatized? No, I had a fucking blast. <laughs> the only thing I'm traumatized about is uh, I went into a porta potty uh, to take a piss, and I could hear my friend outside the porta potty going, "Come on, guys, let's tip it over," and it starts shaking like this. Oh no! And uh, yeah, they never they never tipped it on me. So, oh, would you give God. them some peanut butter? You did, yeah. <laughs> You have done your research. Sure well, it's have. not really research. It's literally what I have to do every time. I used you to have a good. pet ferret. Um, when I was in college, I had a pet ferret. And uh, rest in peace, Mongo. And uh, we had to cut his nails. And the only way we could cut his nails was if we put peanut butter on his belly. Because he would spend the oh, next 30 minutes belly. trying to lick it off. <laughs> <laughs> and then we would just snip him. Oh, see, when because I don't take him to the groomers anymore, but when I try to shave him myself, yeah. I have to spread peanut butter all over my knee. <laughs> <laughs> so he just sits there licking, and I try to get it. It's like a two, three-day process. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Not sure how you transitioned from that, but uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll try. You, you mentioned uh, – well, you have – you're into the, the wrestling. You're, you're full-blown – uh, we mentioned some of the shows, and we'll get to them at the end. Um, but you also talked about your sister and her her baby and her her shoe job. Uh, so I'm going to ask this. It's a question for you, and maybe uh, you know you can lean on uh, what your sister does as well. But how do you guys balance the responsibilities of uh, you know being a professional wrestler with your shoot life, with your shoot job? Um, how do you stay grounded and focused? Um, you know what? Luckily, I find like since the pandemic, I find this, like myself and like a lot of my friends, we've become quite um almost shut in, not shut ins, but we don't go out as much anymore. Yeah. And like, there's not as much that I would rather be doing. So in terms of like socially. On the weekends, if I'm working, like wrestling, right. I'm happy. That's where I want to be. Um, it is a little bit hard with work because it's hard to take so much time off when I already have so much time off. Right. You only have so many days that you can take. Um, but my principal is super awesome and super understanding. And I think, I haven't asked, but I think we kind of operate on a, don't ask, don't tell basis where if I book a sick day off for an appointment, I think we know <laughs> what I'm doing, but I don't want to, I don't want to risk it. And like, kind of like, yeah, a lot of dentist appointments and a lot of dentist appointments. Yes. But I mean, you know, I used to be, I'll, I'll book an appointment in the morning. Like, yeah, I, I book appointments for those days <laughs> and then I leave there you go but um no he's pretty awesome like there was a flight I was supposed to be on to get to work on time and obviously that flight was canceled or delayed or whatever and so I had to call him and be like um I'm stuck in Vancouver <laughs> and he's like no problem whenever you get here like you get here so he knows he knows you wrestle on the weekends mm -hmm. yeah do the other co-workers know as well? Yeah, yeah. They, they've they been to a few of my shows. They nice. come once in a while. They're super fun and super supportive. So. 
it's a little different, I guess, with first graders. Um, although, like, I brought my five-year-old to a wrestling event. I brought her to Impact. So, like, mm-hmm. have you been at shows? Have any of your students seen you wrestle? No. I don't think I would enjoy them coming to a show. They know that I wrestle. Um, but I don't think I would enjoy them being there. Do they know... So- like your name, they could they go home and YouTube you? I've had parents, definitely parents, <laughs> who said that they um, YouTubed me or Googled me or whatever, and they're they're cool about it. They think it's fun. So my kids, I fucking I, love it. Yeah, and yeah. some of the kids like it is such a good way to connect to some kids. I had these two kids last year at the beginning of last year. They moved over from Lebanon. Didn't speak much English, like they didn't know anybody, and but they loved wrestling, and like so, it was a really good way to connect with them. And I gave them some wrestling magazines, and I showed them some videos, and I think it was just like an awesome way for us to like make that personal connection, so they would feel a bit more comfortable. Um, we mentioned. Uh, some of the shows, WrestleCore, which I forgot the date, I apologize, but I do remember Love Pro Wrestling is January 20th. Uh, so I'm, I'm um, going to go ahead. I'm sorry. sorry. WrestleCore is January 20th. Oh, okay. Rickshaw Theater Vancouver. And Love Pro Wrestling is January 27th <sighs> at the Rec Room in South Edmonton Common. That's why you're the professional and I'm not. <laughs> either way, either way, it doesn't matter. 20th for WrestleCore, the 27th for Love Pro Wrestling. Um, at the start of that week, like what goes into preparation for these shows physically and mentally? So when you get there, uh, you can put on a memorable, uh, time. You can steal the show. What goes in physically and mentally during that week? Um, during that week and nothing really changes week to week, but I try to like, I still go to training, um, as much as I can, just because like, I don't feel like just because I'm wrestling a lot now that like, I know what I'm doing. I, I know enough, but I, I want to be better and I want to wrestle with, you know, lots of different opponents and at lots of different places. And if I just kind of stay stagnant, I don't see that happening for myself. So I'm like always trying to train. I'm always trying to like learn new things. I always think I make up new things and I, that's like a curse about yeah. not watching wrestling. Right. So I'm like, I'm going to try this new move. Nobody's seen it before. And they're like, uh, literally this person, this person, this person, this person does. I'm like, well, I never seen it. So I made it up. <laughs> it's mine now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I just, I try to go to training as much as possible. And um, yeah. Um. Where was I gonna go? This. Oh, I, I had another question about, uh, I guess, t- uh, teaching in the system as a wrestler. Uh, have you ever? Cause you get a lot of battle scars wrestling, bumps, yeah. bruises. Uh, <laughs> how's that go over with the with the children? They ever have questions? They ever? Come uh, not really. I'm trying to think of like. You know, sometimes I'll come in hobbling or this or that. I've never really had, like, 
anything major, major knock on wood. Um, no, they could give two shits, actually. <laughs> let's be honest. At that age, they could give two shits. They, they, they could care less. Literally. Yeah, exactly. And trust me, I know. I had three ladies yeah. in this house and all of them could give a shit. Although they're very excited. <laughs> they're very excited about every guest I have on. And when I, I said, you know, I told them who I had on tonight. And, and I was like, but she's not, not an accountant. She's actually a teacher. <laughs> and, uh, well, they're like, well, why doesn't she do a teaching gimmick? And I was like, I, I don't know. I don't know either. I think it was pushed on me too hard. What, the accounting? No, the teaching, oh. like the teaching gimmick. But, it, you know, I wouldn't want to do it anyways, but the way it was pushed on me was like, yeah, you're like hot for teacher. And I was like, oh, Right. Nobody okay. needs a Van Halen gimmick. Yeah. That's the last so, thing we need. Yeah, I don't like to be told what to do, so I kind of ran from that idea. Although, uh, teacher Taryn versus the student Billy Starks could be a good match. I mean, I'll take that match. I'll, I'll, I'll take that match any day. Right? I mean, she's a student. She's still in school. You're a teacher mm -hmm. in a school? I think we got Someone's <laughs> got to book that. Someone can do it. Someone can get that. Not me. No. Somebody. Um, got a lot of notes here for you, Taryn. You've been a pleasure to have on. Um. A lot of the the rest of the interview will be nothing about wrestling, which really uh, excites me because there's a lot of wrestling podcasts. I mean, yeah. I mean, how many times do I have to ask you, like, what was your first bump like, or where did you train? I can't do that. I can't do that. But I <laughs> I tell you what, I can ask you because I heard this in another uh, podcast, and I apologize to the podcast. I don't remember you said this on, but as soon as you said it, I had to write it down. Um, one of your, uh, favorite shows on Netflix is the cartoon Big Mouth. I love it. And, and I agree. It's great. And it's not, it's not family friendly, by the way, for any of those listening no. at home. But then the next line that you said really, really made me write it down and correct me if I'm wrong, because I'm pretty sure you said this, <laughs> uh, you said cartoon dicks are soothing. <laughs> I don't I'm fairly certain that's what you said. I might have to go back and find the podcast. Uh, but I don't, I don't know if I said those words. Do I feel it a little bit? <laughs> but I think I found, I was downloading it and watching them on my yeah, flight. That's what it was. That's the end of Kind of like it chilled me out. It put me to sleep. <laughs> like, cause I can't sleep on flights normally, but. When I watch Big Mouth, so like I think I do find cartoon dicks soothing. <laughs> yeah, and it, it got me thinking because sometimes I have trouble sleeping. Maybe I would like some cartoon dicks. Try it. <laughs> Maybe. Give Try it, it. Give it a shot tonight. Yeah, but I had to stop watching them on flights because I'm surprised I wasn't arrested. Yeah, right. That's a that is definitely that that show. Is why they came up with the acronym "Not Safe for Work." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So Austin good. agrees. He agrees. Um. Uh. You also mentioned that you're really. Does he have something Sorry. to say? Does he? Does he? He want. He want his own segment. No, he's just being a dick. 
Austin. Speaking of Come here. Come on. Come on. He's going to come say hi. He's got this sock on his paw. Oh. He cut his paw. How do you cut it again? I don't know. He was just kind of dicking around in my mom's and dad's backyard and came in crying. My kids would love that dog. My uh, father-in-law's got uh, a couple of those type of dogs. He's um, a cockapoo. Yeah. I think his are white, maybe? I don't know. Okay. They're I cute. I think. Um. Yeah, I wanted to get a. I think I'm think I'm not a dog guy. I have cats, uh, but they're getting very old. Um, but I think I really want a ther. I think I want a therapy dog, or maybe I'll just get a oh. dog. But I think I want a therapy dog. Um, my middle kid struggles with anxiety, but there and she loves therapy dogs. She gets them at school and through her uh, her stuff. So there it is. Look at that right there. Stone Cold Steve Poston. He's a good boy. Um, I, you know what? I hated dogs before I got a dog. He's a COVID puppy. Okay. And like, I Where'd didn't you? like to be around dogs. I didn't get it. But like now I get it because he's my moon and stars. He's everything. He's everything. Does he watch, <laughs> does he go to the shows? No, I took him to training a few times, but he doesn't like the sound. He's a sensey baby. Like he's soft. Does he snuggle? He's, he looks like a snuggling dog. Oh, a little bit. He can be. I think it's just because of his leg right now that he's like oh. extra cuddly. Oh, poor puppy. Um. Oh, WrestleCore. This is what I wanted to ask you earlier. Oh, we'll backtrack. We'll fix it in post. Um. Have you ever gotten gotten to wrestle as a clown yet? Yes, I did. I knew that was a, on huh. your bucket list. Yes, well, um, that's one show. It's called Circus of Death. Okay. So that one is super, super fun. And, yeah, we got to be clowns. I did the whole scarf out of my thing. Um, I would have liked to have really honed in on that clown character because, yeah, I do want to. I would love a, a clown gimmick, and I thought it was cool. So maybe I should do that more. Speaking of Love Wrestling, which is January 27th, uh, the blue, I just clicked off of it, the blue show, we'll call it the blue show, that's not the name of it, but January 27th at the rec room, that I did get right, is in the chat, and he says, Taryn from accounting is the best, is the damn best person on the planet, and soon to be champion. Thanks, Spencer. Yeah, exactly. Right. You heard that, Spencer? No, yeah. I mean, Love Pro Wrestling is just such an awesome company to be a part of. They're so great. They are. Super great. Great guys. Yeah. Everyone over there is awesome. So and nice, ladies. right? Ladies, like, just yeah. nice people. Well, Canadian, all Canadians are nice. That's what I've learned. Mm, <laughs> yeah. Are they really? <laughs> Um. No. Oh, see, yeah, Stone Cold Steve Poston agrees. You are still he's our longest reigning champion of all time. That's what he. That's what Spencer says. 
That's true. That's true. I, uh, yeah, I just got to get another title shot and I'll do it again. What are we waiting for, Spencer? Why? What's the holdup? Yeah. Come on. Um, <laughs> but I'm going to end with this and then I'm going to give the microphone for you to put yourself over. My favorite thing about you that I learned while preparing for this show was, I believe, now correct me if I'm wrong, when you were in high school, you worked at a, what sounds to me like Empire Records. Have you ever seen that movie, Empire Records? It's one of my favorites. I just watched it like two weeks ago. I will watch it like once a year. And, the, <laughs> and I wish I worked at Empire Records, but it was just me and the owner. <laughs> <laughs> because when you started describing it, and I was like, that's Empire Records. But yeah, you would need a, a collection, uh, an eclectic yeah. collection of people. Um, but that is a great movie. Phenomenal movie. It's so good. I love those old like Empire Records. I am always trying to find those old movies from like the early 2000s, mm-hmm. 90s. Um, like Can't Hardly Wait. Yep. Days and Confused was That's in there. That's a good one. Dazed and Confused. Yeah. yeah. Even those like, you know, crappy teen movies like. Can't um, Hardly Wait was so good. All that. Can't Hardly Wait is so. I think I'm going to watch that after this, actually. Me and my wife talk all the time about when is the perfect time we can start watching Dazed and Confused with our oldest daughter. She's 13. When can we start oh, watching? Yeah. When can we start watching Empire Records? Can't hardly wait. It's on there. Um, and I, we're, we're, I think we're there. I think we're there. Probably, but like, do maybe start with like the "She's All That." Yeah, those are kind of, you know, tamer. Yeah, but I love them. Very good. But yeah, those movies were so good. Um, or you should show her like the original because I know they've made a remake, but like, can't buy me love. Yep. Okay. Yep. I got you. Patrick Dempsey. Yep. So good. Yeah. I, I, I'm laughing because my oldest daughter who's 13. Um, I think I've said that three times. I don't need to keep repeating that, but so they, <laughs> they, they read, they read the outsiders in school. Okay. And then yeah. they watched the movie and my daughter was showing, uh, my wife, uh, the actors, like, uh, the guys in the movie, the outsiders, who who were hot, who were attractive, and th- who she liked the most, and she shows my wife. My wife starts laughing. She goes, "That's Rob Lowe. You got a crush on Rob Lowe." <laughs> I've never seen the movie, so I didn't know it. But I know what a young Rob Lowe looks like. And let's He's be hot. honest, right? Good looking fella. What? An old Rob Lowe. No, that is true. An old Rob Lowe, also very very stunning, very stunning. Yes, stunning. A young Rob Lowe, very stunning. <laughs> Someone in the chat says their 13-year-olds watched Big Mouth. <laughs> well, we're not judging parenting styles today. Save that, save that for the flight. Save that for the flight. Taryn, um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to uh, – what we do at the end of every show – I'm going to give you, you've been a pleasure to have on. You're welcome back anytime. Thank you. This is so much fun. Thank you so much. Yeah. Anytime. Uh, maybe next time I will do a better job at plugging your, your shows. January 20th, WrestleCore 3, January 27th, Love Pro Wrestling, the blue event. I think I got it right, actually. Um, but this is the time of the show where I'm going to give you the mic and you can put over anything you want. You can say anything you want. You can bury anybody you want. That's Ooh. what you want to do. Uh, I will not interrupt. The floor is yours. 
No, I mean, I think you covered it. Like, thanks so much for having me. Um, if you're in the Pacific Northwest, like if you're in Vancouver, uh, check out WrestleCore. Um, there's also a boom show coming up in February, which is going to be super, super fun. Those boom shows are amazing. Um, that'll be February 18th. Um, but yeah, I mean, just find me on Twitter, TFA Wrestling, Got It First Try, Instagram, I think Taryn from Accounting. Yes, but- it's Taryn from Accounting with underscores between Taryn yeah. from and from an accounting. Yeah, exactly. Easy, easy stuff. Easy stuff easy to type. Stuff. Yeah. Easy. Shift, I think underscores how you do that one. Um, yeah, I don't know. Just check it out. Check out Love Pro Wrestling. Check out WrestleCore. Support independent wrestling. And yeah. Yeah, for sure. Like I said, uh, you've been a pleasure to have on, and uh, you're welcome back anytime. Just you, you want to come on and, and plug whatever show or, or just talk about cartoon dicks, you're welcome on this show. That's awesome because that's pretty much all I like to talk about. <laughs> so <laughs> thanks for giving us your time tonight, uh, and, and we'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for having me. Yep. Peace. Have a good night. I don't want to look like my mother, but I just hit leave. Like, I'm good? I, I think so, yeah. Okay. Hey, thanks. Bye. Bye. Have a good night. Oh. Yeah, she got it. Yay!